Due to some language in this episode, listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 127 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is January 14th, 2019. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2 and we are both from McFlugel.com. Show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 127, where you'll be able to find links to the things we talk about, as well as ways to uh, check out our guests. And if you uh, hear some, a little bit of, sounds like traffic in the background, hmm, Slappy, do you want to uh, tell us who our guest is tonight? Yeah, Rallo, thanks everyone for listening. Our guest today is Quincy Johnson. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Quincy Loves BBWs. Um, Quincy's a truck driver. He has one of the coolest little taglines on uh, on his, his Twitter bio there. If you don't control your life, someone else will. Uh, welcome to the show, Quincy. I got a fish in my pocket and get off my lawn. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, what's up, y'all? <laughs> that's, that's, what's that's, going on? Not much. That's the best... Uh... Best way if someone has entered the podcast as a guest that we've ever had. So there you go. Yeah, so Quincy's a great follow on Twitter if you're not following him already. He's a very intelligent guy, very well educated, out on the road as we speak. Um, Quincy, tell us a little bit how you came. Oh, first off, tell us about your views a little bit in that, you know, I can assume you're a free market guy, you like freedom. You like voluntary interaction, but how did you come to that? Um, I got tired of seeing what was popping off as far as, you know, uh, politicians and whatnot. And I came to the conclusion that they really only care about your vote and your money. Once they have that, you, you really aren't anything to them. <laughs> so, you know, I started looking at, um, other, yes, I know the quarter mile, shut up. Uh, so I started looking at other things as far as libertarianism, uh, anarchoism, all of that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Sorry, so- brother. My freaking GPS is talking up a storm. That's good. <laughs> but the, get the microphone close to the GPS. Maybe, maybe it wants to, uh, maybe it has something to say. How did, no, how did your GPS become a libertarian? <laughs> how did my GPS become a libertarian? Well, she started off with a bottle of whiskey, and <laughs> before you know it, she was a libertarian. There we go. Doesn't matter how we get there. Correct. All right, so let's um, let's jump right into the, the topic we we wanted to talk about then. I've been kind of thinking about this, and I've had conversations with Slappy in the past that it's always been before or after uh, we're recording an episode, but I think it's something worth talking about and, and talking about racism. And I want to talk about it a little bit differently than how the conversation is normally talked about among libertarians because, you know, I think it's pretty well known in our circles that racism still might exist. It, doesn't exist like it has in the past, but one of the concerns people have about libertarianism, about a stateless society, is how do we deal? How do you deal with racism? How do you deal with discrimination? And we certainly have answers to that. We say uh, that there's freedom of association, so we can 
we have nonviolent ways of dealing with racists that we can uh, not do business with them, kind of kick them out of polite society. Um, and, and these are good tools, but my concern with that is that it gets kind of used as a bludgeon, that there's being a racist is not a monolithic uh, thing. You can have someone that just maybe, for whatever reason, just thinks that, you know, white people are, are the best. Uh, we just had an episode recently talking about Stefan Molyneux, who just thinks that IQ is based upon one, one of the... the yeah, that guy's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I, I do not like him at all, but... Yeah. <laughs> and actually, um, I think he was the reason I got kicked off for 12 hours or something oh, with his awesome. bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about him. We ripped him a little bit on his uh, IQ is based on the color of your skin, I guess. So. But there, but he's, he's a good example because I think what his views on race are are stupid and we can dismiss them, but I don't think he's I, – I don't know that he's motivated by hatred. And so I think we need right. we really need to distinguish between people that just have stupid ideas versus also, people are motivated by hatred. So, do you think he's a dangerous person? Like, hell no! I, <laughs> I, I think he's motive, I think he's motivated by uh, by junk science. You know, shit that's been discredited decades ago. Like that whole um, what they call it crap uh, the studying of the scalps uh, for analogy or something. Oh, there's, I you think, know, eugenics and... Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that's where he's getting this information from. And I just want to, you know, sit him down and, like, talk to him like, yo, dog, this shit is outdated and not good. What are you doing? All right, come on, man. Get in this damn parking spot. Sorry. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to back up in this dirt lot. And there's, like, no lights whatsoever, so... I had to make sure I'm bagging in straight and I don't hit anything or hit anybody. <laughs> and well, except for don't go to dynamite. You know. <laughs> All right, there we go. Boom goes to dynamite. I am parked. Let's do this. Awesome. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, slap, did you just. Were you, were you in the middle of a thought? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so, so how do we deal with a guy like Molina? We don't think he's dangerous necessarily and, and we don't think he's 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 not motivated by hatred or, or evil uh we'll get we'll at least get we'll at least give him the benefit of the doubt and and go with that for him. so how do we deal with something like that do we do we want to and let's not assume let's not talk about stefan molyneux because he's just not that likable of a guy but just think of a guy someone like that someone just yeah. some average joe that you find out that hey he thinks that that just non-whites just are genetically inferior he doesn't hate other people he doesn't hate non right he just he's just but he's he's still a racist so how do we deal with gotcha. something like that because here's how you deal with them if it's on if it's on social media let it fly just for the simple fact that no matter what you say you know they're going to believe what they're going to believe and f you if you got a problem with it because it's like Somebody who who is that rooted in their thoughts, you're you're probably never going to get them to change how they think. So it's just like you know, I I, I try not to interact with him on 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 online. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On my page, 
Now, as far as in as in real life, if um, if somebody thinks that way, in all honesty, uh, who am I to tell somebody what they can and can't think? You can think that, and then I'm going to take joy and pleasure proving your bitch ass wrong every single chance that I get. Sorry, I curse a lot. My bad. That's <laughs> you good. Know, you know, it's like, oh, well, I think that black people are stupid. Really, bitch? I'm making, I, I'm making a week what you're making a month. Who's really the fucking dummy? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's just by leading by example. Go ahead. I would like to say this to the people who are out here filming themselves uh, beating up white folks. Because they didn't call Josh's name or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's cute. You got your little got your little war star moment and everything until the lawman starts knocking on your door because you done filmed yourself beating somebody's ass. Yeah, I know it's effed up. Dad and called you the N-word or whatever. But it's like, you got to think about it. Them white people or whoever it is, they're playing the long game. They're looking to get a reaction. They're looking to draw the foul. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me personally, I've seen it happen a bunch of times where, like, you know, some white person is in somebody's face talking all up the side of their neck or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then the minute they say the word that gets them triggered, they want to um, punch off. It's like I have to tell my uh, uh, one of my friends this. If a white person calls you a nigger in front of a cop, they're not going to jail. However, if you punch a white dude for calling you a nigger in front of a cop, you're going to jail, and that white person has won. Because in their mind, y'all got punched in the face, maybe even got my ass whooped. But now there's one less nigger on the streets. I win. And that's how they think. So don't even give them the satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like... Uh, have I been called a nigger? Hell yeah. Bunch of times. I had to do uh, one of a few things. Either laugh right in their damn face and ask them, bitch, is that the best you got? Or if I know I'm going to be around them for a for a period of time, I call them a nigger right back, and I keep addressing them as a nigger for my entire <laughs> duration around them until they get the message like, damn, I fucked up. This is the wrong black dude. I should have said that too. Yeah, you're damn right. Because now I'm going to make life uncomfortable for you. I'm not going to do what you want me to do and tee off and beat your ass. No, 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 no. I'm going to match your same energy. I'm going to call you a nigger. I'm going to call you a tar baby, spook, whatever. Works like a charm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I. I... <laughs> so. Let's take this uh, a, a little more generally, and uh, let's let's okay. let's go back to that that guy who's just, you know, maybe just has bad ideas about IQ and everything. Um, right. And, and and you own a, a store, um, and he comes in and goes shopping and and wants to give you money. Do you think that's grant? Like, obviously, it's your store. You you can do business with who, whomever you want in the libertarian society. Do you think that having those uh, those stupid views on race is worth uh, 
not selling him whatever you're, whatever you're uh, whatever you're trying to sell. Hell no, I'm a capitalist. <laughs> I will sell you whatever the fuck you want <laughs> if I have it in stock. I don't care. <laughs> it's like it's like me personally. If my ass owned a bakery and you came in and said, "I want you to make a cake that says Quincy Johnson is a dumbass," <laughs> okay, whatever, dog. Whatever, baby, pay me. You're gonna pay for it. Pay yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, you're going to pay for it, and it's going to be the nastiest cake you ever tasted, <laughs> but I will freaking make it for you, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's a that's the great thing about what we would say capitalism, free market capitalism, is, um, you know, people want to work for money. They'll, they'll put your views aside and provide a service for you. Um, I had a question that's big in the libertarian world, for sure, is the police and the what, what I would say – certain certain parts of the libertarian world and even parts of the mainstream society will say that the cops are racist uh, toward blacks. And it's my opinion. Now, maybe they are, maybe they're not. Maybe there's some racist cops and others not. I don't know. I think it's a distraction from what's really happening. Um, but what, what do you think about that? Have you had, you're on the road a lot. You interact with police officers, I'm sure. How has your experiences been, and, and what do you think of that? Okay. Um, I will say that are there some racist cops? Yeah. Yeah. You can find racists in, in just about every profession you can think of. Having said all that, full disclosure, I'm a felon, okay? Uh, if cops were really as racist as the media makes them out to be, my black ass would have been shot and killed a long <laughs> damn time ago. Okay? I'll be honest with you, I've I've never had a bad interaction with the police because I know how to interact with the police. And I and I remember somebody was like, yo man, the very fact that you gotta act some that the very fact that you gotta act a certain way to not get about the police is appalling. Well, I'm just like, yo, B, uh, you give what you get. If you act like an asshole, guess what? You're going to get treated like an asshole. You know what I'm saying? And again, for me personally, the phrase that pays is, uh, officer, am I being detained or am I free to go? That has saved my ass more times than a little bit. Okay? But as far as me as a black man before a truck driver, after, uh, you know, uh, after I became a truck driver, yeah, I've never had any bad interactions with the police, and I've had more than my fair shares of interactions with the police. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, let's see, how can I put it, man? You, you, you really got to know just, just, how to, just how to talk to them. It's like just how, you know, you have a certain way to, like, you know, talk to a female to get some ass. Or something mm -hmm. like that. There's a certain way to talk to to a cop to get your ass out of there alive and with no tickets. Yeah, no, that's great advice because, like, I know Rollo and I will talk about privatizing security. We think that would work much better than the socialized police force that we have today. But that's not going away, and we still got to live in this world. And you got to know the rules of the game, and you got to know how to navigate the system. And understanding how to talk to the police is much better than getting hit with a baton or, you know, or, real, or catching a bullet. Exactly. Exactly. So no, I mean, that's, that's really sound advice. 
like honestly, um, before I became a truck driver, I ain't gonna sit there and say, you know, I, I was a gangster or dope dealer or like that, but let's just say, you know, I've done a few things. Mm-hmm. And it's been many a times where, you know what I'm saying, I done got pulled over by the police, I done had weed on me, uh half half empty forty ounce in the in the motherfucking car and still was able to walk away, you know. I'm saying with either a minor ticket for no insurance or whatever, because that was my big thing. I never had any insurance back in the day, or you know, just let off with the warning and hey, buddy, slow it down. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so you've been you've been around the country. You know, you're you're a truck driver, and uh, we hear all throughout the media about how racist the United States is and everyone is. So what is, and, and it's easy, it's easy for people to dismiss people like Slappy and Ixel to just say, well, you're just middle-class white guys. How, how are you going to understand any of this? So, so what's your bit, what's your experience overall with, with right. people in general? Here is my experience. I work in a white male dominated industry. If America was really as racist as the media makes it out to be, I couldn't do my damn job as a damn truck driver, okay? <laughs> Seriously, are there some races out here? Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And, and to be honest with you, I don't even think that we're really ever going to get rid of um, of racism just just the simple fact that um, I consider racism to be hate. Hate is a part of human nature, and you can't change human nature. Somebody's going to always, you know, hate on you or shit on you for, you know, your race, your ethnicity, your sexuality, what have you. So you might as well live your life as you see fit and later for all that fuck shit. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, it's, I, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, racism is out there, but you can easily, easily overcome that shit, okay? And let me say this here. I I I live in Atlanta. Everybody wants to say that the freaking uh, South is racist. Man, listen, I've seen more Confederate flags outside of the South than inside of the South. <laughs> I For believe real. that actually. Dude, Illinois, Indiana—they got a shit ton of them. <laughs> Seriously, you go to all the small towns and. Illinois, Indiana, they got them. Uh, Colorado got them. Kansas and Missouri got them. Hell, uh, even Oregon and Washington State has them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, you know. So what's your reaction you when you say Do you get upset by that? Nothing. <laughs> hell no. Dude, you don't run off the I road? am probably. No, brother. I am probably one of the biggest Dukes and Hazard fans out there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 I'm still da, da, mad da, 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 about. Da, 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 da. Yes, yes. Like, honestly, if I ever had the money, I would buy the General Lee, and I don't give a <laughs> damn what anybody thinks about that. Okay, <laughs> the first time I saw that car jump a fucking bridge, I was hooked. Okay, <laughs> and nobody would ever tell my mind about that. All right, it's a flag. It's like for everything that people are saying about the Confederate flag. Hell, you can say that about the freaking American flag because yeah. that flag flew at the same time as slavery. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like 
yes, the North gave up slavery before the South did, but it doesn't negate the fact that states in the North have slaves in the first damn place. Come on, man. What are we doing? Is it, oh, and one more thing, and this goes strictly to, you know, uh, my fellow black people, however three or four people might be listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> it is 2019. If your ass is still out here using slavery as a crutch, yo, man, go fuck yourself, man. I'm sorry, B. You cannot honestly look yourself in the mirror and say you're not successful because of slavery. Get out of here, bro. That was a long, long damn time ago. Yeah, it sucked. I don't condone it. I don't want that shit to happen again, which it won't. But if you're sitting here, if you sit there like, man, I can't get ahead, man, because, you know, slavery back in the day, they put on, yeah, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, I'm literally doing this shit on the eighth grade education. What's your damn excuse? Yeah, like, get out of here, B. Much edu- you're educated far beyond eighth grade. Um, but on that, uh, Rallo, Rallo touched on it, and you did too. Libertarians are a bunch of white dudes. So how how do you get – you know, what made you want to look into it or, or believe it or e- even explore it at all, libertarianism, when it's just a bunch of white dudes? I got into it when I was living in uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, at the time, before the hipsters took over – there actually was a pretty deep-ass libertarian section in Austin. And from um, being at various parties or whatever, I ran across a couple of libertarians. And through drinking and smoking, you know, we have a little conversation. I'm just like, but damn, that don't sound too bad at all. Because before meeting the actual libertarian, I was only going off of what a liberal had told me about libertarians, you know, like, oh man, they wanna, they wanna privatize this and take away food stamps. They don't really like black people. Just like, what? And then I met a libertarian and we hung out. Just like, yo, that motherfucker lied to me. You didn't like that at all. That's interesting. See, I always thought that, um, you know, the black community would be more open to libertarianism because you would think there's some kind of mistrust of, of government authority. But it seems like, and this isn't just with, with blacks, it's with whites as well, it's with everyone. People seem to want to turn to government to help for, for help instead of, as you say on your profile, basically creating your own space, cr- control your life or someone else will. Yes. Message seems so yeah, hard to get out. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> And well, they're not going to help. They're not there to help you. They're not there. They don't care about you, like you said earlier. They don't. They're not looking for you to be successful. They're looking to take your money or put you in jail. Yeah, especially uh-huh. especially too, because the black community really seems to like have an interest in take care and taking care of itself. So that you you would hope that that would manifest itself and just telling the state to, you know, go kick sand, go pound sand. Yeah. So what I kind mean, of reaction? I, I, I'm sorry. No, go Please ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just, I was just gonna, you know, expand on that. Like, yeah, there is, there are some in in the black community that are for, you know, doing, doing, doing for self. You know, what I'm saying, not, not saying, you know, becoming uh, isolationist, 
but just not having to depend on others for our own well-being. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if you if you look at some of the hotels, which I do consider myself a hotel, we're all about mm-hmm. self-sufficiency, you know what I'm saying, doing it for yourself, making sure that, you know, your uh that if nothing else, your house is your house is in order. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. So how when you're talking to your friends or family, or if you do talk about this stuff to them, how do they take it? Well, uh, in all honesty, um me and my girl, we actually have some really, really good debates because I uh because she is a bleeding heart liberal and I'm not. <laughs> not even not even close to it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I keep trying to, you know, put it in the mind like, you know, yeah, you got this government program, you got this this government program. Isn't that something that we can do on our own? You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go running to the to the feds, to the government. That's something we can handle on our own or we can find somebody outside of government mm-hmm. where we can where we can freaking do this thing. It's like I would I, I would love to uh get the word out about about school choice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that right there, man, listen, man, it's like I um you know, you know what you know what, in all honesty, if if uh if, if the libertarians wanted to um Wanted to get more, more, uh, more uh, black folk to join. First of all, you're 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 going to have to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not and not only that, talk to us knowing that this may very well not go well for you, but <laughs> at least you showed up. You know what I mean? That's why I got to give a big salute to the big homie Rand Paul because at least he's down to talk to us. I can respect him. You know what I'm saying? That's what them fucking GOP dumbasses just can't figure out. I'm like, you got to talk to us. And talk to us knowing that this may very well be the biggest L of your career. Show up anyway, okay? And and when you do show up, don't, don't show up talking the same old, talking points about what's bad in the black community because guess what we already fucking know yep. Okay, okay. Yep. talk about what's good in the black community and how you're going to expand on it like me personally if my ass was a republican trying to get votes i would spend the first 20 minutes talking about black women and how awesome they are black women are the are the fastest rising group as far as uh being being educated and only small, only small businesses, and being the head of household, I would uh, I, I would talk about that, and then talk about how I'm going to make life more comfortable, you know what I'm saying, for them, and then go from there. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, and, and something you said a little bit earlier kind of popped into an idea in my head. We would never think that uh, when talking – in reference to uh, talking to family and friends, you never think that maybe, maybe libertarianism is going to be the thing that helps us transcend race because no matter whether you're black or you're white, when you're a libertarian, your friends and family still think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I cut off a bunch 
of my friends once I knew I was no longer a liberal. I either cut off a bunch of my friends or they freaking cut me off. You know what I mean? Because it, it's just like they didn't want to hear it. Like, there's there, there's just a lot of folks, black, white, whoever, mm-hmm. they just don't want to hear what the hell you got to say if it doesn't fit into their yeah. box, their narrative, and what you should be saying. I was going to say that's white people too, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time, brother. I'm telling you, I, uh, yeah, see, when I was in Austin, I lost a lot of friends when I told people that I wasn't going to be voting for Obama in 2012, man. They, boy, were they pissed off at your boy. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so Obama, yeah. I mean, what did he really do for anyone? Does that, like, people don't see that, right? Like, he oh, didn't, he, he didn't did care. Lot, he did a lot for some people, just not black well, people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I guess he, every president does stuff for some people. Unless there's some, yeah, maybe some black backers yeah. out there. Yeah. He did a whole lot for the uh, elemental P uh, yep. lifestyle community. He did a whole lot for them. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I'm really just so mad at that dude because there was a heavy, heavy push in the black community to get this man in the White House. Like, all these commercials, you know, come help put, a, put one of us in the White House. He's going to set things straight. He's going to do for us. But when he got up in there, the fuck did he really do? Right. Damn, so, man, I'm mad at that dude. I'm so <laughs> mad. Like, I, I definitely understand, like, if I was a black guy, I'd be, like, pretty pumped that a black guy got in the White House, you know, first time. That's a big deal. But then he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything that to help anyone. True. And, like, why don't people turn on that, you know? Uh, Because, you know what? I really can't speak on that in his company, but... There's a reason for it, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'll just say you might be ostracized. Sure. And that's really as far as I can go, being sure. that we are a company. But I will say that I was one of them dudes in uh, in a way, yeah, dog, vote for Obama because he's black. That's my nigga right there. Yeah, man, we're going to be up in there smoking blunts and white house and shit. And then mm-hmm. six months later, that's like, well, fuck, man. He's just like every other fucking president Politician, out here, yeah. man. Like, what the fuck? But and I, I think, I remember, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut no, you off. No, uh, I, I remember. Uh, I want to say it was doing. It uh, I want it, it, it was probably at the end of his of his second term. Uh, he was going around asking people, you know, are you better off now than you were eight years ago? Yeah, I am. And your punk ass ain't ever, ain't ever done anything to, uh, to uh, do with that. Neither yeah. any other politician. And yeah. and and, like, and right then is where I'm just like, you know what? I'm never going to vote again. And yeah. I haven't voted since the um, 2014 midterms. Excellent. And that and that was when I really got pissed off at Republicans because they came out all full of piss and vinegar. Yo, man, get us in for these midterms, man. We're going we gonna to do it up, do it up. And then you came in, you got the House, you got the Senate, and you still got treated like bitches by the Democrats. I'm, I'm actually mad now because y'all, I mean, Republicans had two years 
You got the House, the Senate, and the White House. Y'all could have pushed through anything. Yep. What you do, fold up like bitches. And the same goes for the freaking uh, uh, Democrats uh, back in, um, what is it, 2008 to like 2012. Oh, in that range, yeah. Yeah, they had the House, they had the Senate, and the White House. They could have been there whatever the fuck they wanted to. But I got hit with something like all politicians do, they sell the sizzle, not the steak. Meaning they'll sell you on the issue, but they won't sell you on the solution to the issue because they know once they find the solution, they ain't got nothing to fight for anymore. Mm-hmm. They ain't got a reason to come through and tap your pockets. You know what I'm saying? So oh, exactly. You, yeah, so these motherfuckers tell you, hey, man, we need better streets, we need better schools, but they'll never tell you how to get better streets, how to get better schools. They'll just say, yo, man, vote for me, and, you know, I'll uh, fight for you. Bitch, I can fight for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's so true. I mean, we were talking about racism earlier. Racism certainly it wants to be uh, propped up by the state because they want to divide us so that we have to vote for one guy over the other. Um, and another thing I wanted to add is that, you know, Trump's obviously a polarizing figure, and I guess Obama was too. But in talking to people about Obama or Trump, you don't even have to say like, Obama's a fraud or Obama. You can say he's a great guy, but just government's not the solution. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter who you put in there. You can put anyone in there. Government's not going to help you. It's not, it doesn't have the incentive structure. It's not designed to do that. Um, and that's probably. Hey, hold on, man. Yeah, yeah. And then. I think your car's a statist. Didn't like what we were saying. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, 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 um, uh, no, nah, man. Uh, that was um, that was my girl calling me, bro. Hey, you know what? You're absolutely right. I remember um, uh, on on election day, 2016, I sent out one tweet, and then I turned off um, my notifications. Twitter because I didn't want to hear 12 hours of speculation. I was just like, look here, man. Uh, I know it's election day. I'm not voting and I'm not going to vote because here's why. I don't give a damn who is in the White House. It doesn't matter who wins, Hillary or Trump. I'm still going to give the next day, you know what I'm saying, inspect my truck, get out here on the road and do what the fuck I got to do as a man. It yep. doesn't matter to me who is in the White House, because I'm still going to hit my numbers. And then I sent the tweet, turned up, turned off my uh, my notifications, and it was me, uh, Miles Davis, Coltrane, and Slayer for the rest of the day. All right? There you go. Get some and, blue. Yeah. And I remember I freaking woke up the next morning. Matter of fact, I was um, uh, right outside of San Diego, and I got on MSNBC to see who won, and my honest reaction was, damn, the nigga actually pulled it off. <laughs> I bet. Now what? You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like, I didn't I didn't vote for him, but I'm glad that he's in because he's the asshole that America needed. <laughs> uh, somebody mentioned Donald Trump is not afraid to call the baby ugly. That's true. We need that. We need that rough shake. 
you know what I'm saying? To the killer, hey, man, look. Ain't shit sweet. Y'all been fucking up. This is what we got to do to fix it. I'm cool with that. I really am. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're all libertarians, so we don't have to preface it like, well, I don't like Donald Trump, but... It's it is it is fun to see him just not care about stuff and just run his mouth like not, that. not giving a fuck, just laying his balls on the table like, what the and, fuck you gonna do? I'm pe- Trump and you're not. People Love say, shit, man. and I love it when people saying, "Oh, he's making a mockery of the office of the president." It's good. I hope he does. I hope I'm no one making risks- a mockery. Bill Clinton got his dick sucked in the office. What are you talking about? That is that. Uh, that is that is like my my first response. Oh, he's making a he's making a mockery. Bill Clinton got his dick sucking off. Shut up! I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I I think it's good. I think it's good when he makes a mockery of it and and kind of pulls back that veil of of mystique and and honor and integrity and the yeah the aura of of the president and the government. I want that to be just ripped down. And I want people to look at the president and be like. Yeah, he's just some idiot guy. I don't, I don't right. want there to be like, you, you have to, you have to. Uh, nothing bothers me more because it's both sides. You know, the the left did it when Obama was in government. Now the right's doing it when with Trump's in government to the other side. You have to respect. You don't, you don't have to agree with the man, but you have to respect the president. No. You can miss me with Facts. that. Facts. <laughs> Respect these nuts. You want to respect some dagnabbit? Listen, <laughs> for real. Um, like you said, I am. I am glad that he's in there. But he proved my point, just like Hillary would have proved my point had she won. I I was saying all the election. Well, once it gets down to to uh, Hillary and Trump, I was just like, you know what? Whichever one of these motherfuckers win, they're gonna find out real hard, real soon, real fast. Just how little power the president is supposed to have. Like, it wasn't like that with, you know, the last guy, because nobody wanted to be seen as saying no to the first black president. You know what I'm saying? But now that it's another, you know, white person up in there, and there's a lot of people on both sides who didn't like neither one of you, yeah, you're going to find out, you know, just how little power the president's supposed to have. And that's been. That's been shown day by day by day by day by day. But Trump's a fighter. He, he like I said, he's, uh, he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still not going to vote for him in 2020 because, again, whether he wins or loses, I'm still going to get out here and make shit happen for me and my family. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, too, I mean, and, and you touched on this in the be- a little bit earlier uh, about how people were so upset when, when Trump got in and, and regardless of who got in, I mean, it was bound to happen. People were going to get, you know, know, the next day people were going to be wailing and grinding of teeth over who just became president and talking about how it's going to affect their life and everything. But you just woke up the next morning and did your thing. How emasculating is it to have that election immediately just like change your whole outlook on life that, Oh no, um, you know, my, my life isn't going to like, it's, it's pathetic. I was pissed because there was on black Twitter. It's like the day before or the week before, yo, I'm a strong black man. I'm a, I'm a strong black woman. And then Trump get in all of a sudden you're shaking and you're triggered. And 
Oh, my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to feed my family? Shut up. You were strong last week. Motherfucker, be strong this week. Right. Like, there was people there that really thought that Trump was going to put slavery back in them just like, you're an idiot. And we're not smoking weed together ever again. The fuck out of here. <laughs> you're an absolute idiot. You're not working by my house anymore. Don't call me. You effing Nimrod. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to go down that. I, I, I remember I, I just sent out another tweet uh, after Trump got in. like, all right, black America, take this as your wake-up call. Government is not going to save you. It's going to have to be on you because you know Trump ain't going to do it since you so got in your head like that. So now what the fuck you going to do? You going to fucking uh, rise above or you just going to sit around Twitter and bitch and moan and play the what was me card? Choose wisely. You know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of people I had to talk back from the ledge. One person, I ain't going to say their name, called me crying. What the fuck you crying for? Oh, man, drunk get it. Oh, shut it, shut shut, shut it. This motherfucker's not, he's not the boogeyman. Yes, he's the president. He's not a king. He's not a tyrant. Okay? Tell you what. What you feeling right now, you give it six months. And you let me know if, if, if it's as bad as you thought it was going to be. Sure enough, six months later, well, you know, Trump's still an asshole, but it's not as bad as I thought. Exactly. It's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. Chill the fuck yeah. out. Life goes on. You go to work the next day. We all get Thank you. Thank you. Like, people are bitching in the morning now. I'm just like, look at man. No matter how you feel about Trump, the economy is kicking ass. More people are working, and there's less people on government assistance. How the fuck is that a bad thing? Huh? <laughs> it ain't. No. So, uh... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I... Uh-oh. Hold on, fellas. I didn't think I would see one in Georgia, Washington, but we got an official uh, lot lizard sighting. <laughs> <A lot lizard. laughs> nice. Oh, of all the places, Wyoming? She's out there working hard. Yeah, she won't be getting my money, though. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> That's great. Dude. Yeah. You run into them everywhere? You know what? I know, honestly, they're not out as much as people think um, in certain areas like California yeah you're gonna see you're gonna see a bunch of them oh lordy <laughs> but once you get out of say California and I would say certain cities in the um, in the Northeast you really don't see that much of them which if you want I do have a funny story about lot lizards <laughs> in uh, in Stockton if there's time. If not, no worries. Sure, I've had it. We got all the time in the world. Okay. I was in Stockton, California at some no-name uh, truck stop off of um, uh, I-5. Maybe about 30, 40 spots. Whoever was working these females, you want to talk about capitalism? Man, I counted no less than 17 females working this little 30... Spot wow. truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it got to the point, 
Yeah. And it, it got to the point after like the fourth or fifth time of them knocking on my door. Hey, sweet. I'm just like, I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. I lied and told them I was gay. Look, look you're cool, <laughs> but I'm gay. I'm knocking on my door. No, no, no. You laughed. These motherfuckers sent a dude over. I'm like, hey, big boy. I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? I'm like, you motherfuckers getting your money. You motherfuckers is out there. Yeah, they got an operation damn. there. I was like, you know what? I should be mad, but damn, you hoes is getting your motherfucking money. You're still not coming in my truck, but pops of you, uh, Pedro. But no, thank you. Damn. Motherfucker, say not to my door and talk about, hey, big fella, what's the company? No, motherfucker, I don't. She just started <laughs> asking, saying, like, well, no, I, I like the just ridiculous requests and see if they see if No, they you probably would have been all about it. The, yeah. money, the price is right. Oh, that's great. Dude, I was, I like said, I was shocked, but the same time, amazed, like, damn, these motherfuckers is about their business in Stockton. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh man! There's your free market success story. Yeah. So so here's here's <laughs> here's the most important. Here's here's because I've seen you tweet about this a few times, and I think this is kind of going to be the most important thing we're going to talk about here. But um, where is the best place in the U.S. to get ribs? To get rich? Ribs. Oh, oh, ribs! Oh, oh yeah. man, dude. There's a few. I mean, for me personally, Texas is Texas is uh, is uh, is good. Uh, I prefer uh, dry rub or just ribs mm. and no sauce on them. I'm not really a fan of sauce on ribs because sauce to me says you're trying to hide something. If your ribs are good, you don't need no damn sauce. Yep. But as far as my my personal favorite, um, on I-70 in Oak Grove, Missouri. Uh, exit uh, 28, uh, uh, right by the Petro, there's a place called um, KC Baby Back Ribs. Lord have mercy. Look at here. <laughs> they actually have, they actually have a, a trucker special where you get a full slab of ribs and two sides and a drink for like 27 bucks. Get that how, shit. How long will that hold it's you? It's for? Uh, well, I was hungry that day, so uh, <laughs> not that long. <laughs> not that long. But it's good ribs. Um, if you're in Denver, there is, I can't remember the name, but if you do a search for, you know, uh, ribs, 64th Avenue, Denver, Colorado, it will pop up. It's this little restaurant run by these two little sweet old Italian ladies. But damn, if they ribs ain't the fucking bomb, okay? Uh, and quite honestly, one of the few joints that I will allow sauce on my ribs because it's not your average um, sauce. It's like damn near marinara. It's thick as hell, but it's so damn good. Um, let me think. Who, who else got some good-ass uh, ribs? Oh, the, um, the Ponderosa Grill at the Jubitz truck stop in Portland, Oregon. They got some tasty ribs. Um, there's a spot in Longmont, Colorado called the Old Moon Tavern. Uh, they got some uh, some good ribs. 
pretty much anywhere in Texas, you're going to get some good ribs. So just find a place and eat them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Man, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> Shouldn't have asked that question. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Because if they keep on talking, I'm going to want some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's out in Wyoming? You got to be in the middle of nowhere, huh? I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. This place has a restaurant. When we get done, I'm going to walk up in there and see what it's all about. But if I don't like what I see, uh, there's a pizza hut 200 yards away from me. (laughs) Yeah, that's consistent. You know what you're getting there. Correct. Yeah, so so let's let's transition the uh, mention of Wyoming into the free market success story because we kind of mentioned this – before we started recording that it's pretty neat that you're in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming and in driving your tractor trailer and you're, uh, you're able to uh, do this call with us. I mean, a couple of years ago, this, this would have been impossible. You're absolutely correct. Absolutely. Like, like free market wins, technology wins. This is what happens when you don't let the government put their thumb up your butt, you know, (laughs) shit happens you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of shit the government is doing that either a they punk ass sitting there doing it in the first place or b it can be handled better by the private sector you know what i'm saying looking at you post office <laughs> amtrak you know well so so many that. so many uh, fruits of the market it's just that there would be no incentive for the government to even dream about doing this stuff i mean why why would they care to put a pizza hut right or anything you know any of yeah, this stuff. And I, pizza Hut's not the greatest food in the world but you know what you're getting they got a brand and they're all over the place and so if you don't want to try some questionable food you know what pizza hut is and it's out there in the middle of nowhere it's pretty impressive that someone decided to put it there. correct like i'm not even i'm not even on a major highway right now i am on i'm on a state highway two lanes in the middle of wyoming and whatnot but yet and still, there is a Pizza Hut, a McDonald's, Burger King, Taco John's, which I think is the best, funniest name ever. Like you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Yes, because you're a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> yet you're using the English version. Why not Taco Juan? <laughs> no, you call it Taco John. And you know what the slogan is? What's that? that that's a whole lot of Mexican. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, really? That's what you came up with? How did this get clear by standards and practices? I guess when you're a long way from Mexico, people don't understand what they're... I mean, yeah, that's pretty funny. Taco John's. That is, that is the good worst. Food, though. Good. Yeah, no. Hey. I like Mexican. Oh, I, 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 there's a, there's a big Mexican population around, around where I live because of all the uh, mushroom farms and man, they brought their restaurants and food up here with them and it is excellent. Hey, have you guys tried the lingua yet? Have you ever tried that? Oh yeah. Tongue? Yes. I never have. Yes. Oh yeah. So good. Oh, it's I so damn it. good. It oh, is. I, I, people, I love the fuck out of it. People think it's weird. But man, it's so tender and so beefy, and yes. like melts in your mouth like butter. Oh, did you ever, okay. So, yeah. did you ever have menudo? 
I've had I've had Menudo, not really a fan of okay. it. Just you know, just really not my thing. Yeah, but I, cool. I've also had um, uh, Cabeza as well. That is good. Uh, barbacoa is good. Oh, I love barbacoa. Uh, Nopalita, which is cactus, is damn good. You, you get some cactus, an edge, and a taco. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah, you know, one of the farmers market near me sells uh, cactus. I would pick some up and and try that. Um, so uh, there's there's a, a, a the Mexican and farmers markets near me. They have the uh, the chicharrones, but the ones that are just yeah. like the, the the big sheet, not the not the little pieces. It's just still in like a big like blanket of of <laughs> pig fat, and it's oh, it's so good. There's nothing like yeah. eating that while drinking a beer. Indeed. 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 Good stuff, man. Good yes. stuff. So uh, let let people know where they can find you. Man, listen, you can find me on Twitter at Quincy Loves BBWS <laughs> because, yes, I do love BBWs. For those that don't know, BBW stands for Big Beautiful Woman. And I love you, ladies. All right? <laughs> if you're out there a buck 75, you know what I'm saying? And you got and you got your shit together. Hold your hand up, my lady. <laughs> All right, thank you. I mean, it's funny. Slappy and I always talk about. We always try to some every once in a while. We try to do episodes on like social issues and everything, and it's just like so we difficult. Them. Yeah, we're terrible at. I it, just but, don't care right, as but, much, you know. <laughs> this, this was this was unbelievably fun, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate y'all, y'all, y'all having me on, man. I, I, I really do. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh, hope this thing does numbers and it puts you guys up there, you know? It will. Yeah, definitely be above a fag cast. No question about that. Um, so, yeah, well, show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 127. Go there and uh, go. we'll link uh, Quincy's Twitter account there. So go follow him and, and talk to him on there. And uh, also... On the show notes page, we'll uh, go check out libertymugs.com. Buy yourself a uh, pretty cool libertarian-themed mug. And uh, with that, once again, thank you, Quincy. One last thing. One last thing sure, before sure. we go. Go for it. Uh-oh. Pineapples don't go on pizza ever. <laughs> and okay. I'm done. All right. Let me, uh, since, since we're on this topic, <laughs> what is your position on fruitcake? Ha-ha. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I actually just fucked off a whole log of fruitcake like two days ago. <laughs> I love fruitcake, and I don't yeah. care who knows about it. <laughs> I love I, it. I love fruitcake, too. I think it's one of the yeah. best foods out there, and I made I made a bunch on uh, for Christmas, and I actually gave Slappy a piece, I and he never had fruitcake before. So, Slappy, why don't you tell the world about your fruitcake experience? Uh, if I have to be honest, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I told you. Yeah. Hey, I actually remember telling my friend one night, just before I became a truck driver, because I can't do this now. We were high as a giraffe's ass, and uh, <laughs> we were just talking shit. I was like, you know what? If there's ever a nuclear war, the only survivors is going to be real niggas, roaches, and fruitcake. Take that to the bank. <laughs> That's true. Oh man! I love All right. Cake, man, it's so good. 
I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that got brought up because that brings me so much vindication. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so there's, a, there's a few of us on. Maybe I'll get you in on this action. There's a few of us on Twitter that whenever we come across someone that's saying something really stupid, that instead Jeez. of actually like interacting with them, we just post a picture of fruitcake. <laughs> and, and they don't know how to react. It's great. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I'm in. Fuck it, I'm in. I'm in. That's hilarious. That you know what? That would probably save me from getting suspended on the fucking time. So instead of me telling somebody to go fuck their mother, I'll just send them pick up a fruit cake and just tell them be blessed or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Get on it. We'll retweet it. Yeah. And uh, and and go follow uh, a little Twitter account called the Fruitcake or Fruitcake ADL. Fruitcake Anti-Defamation League. Right I'll go make sure they That's follow you. Page? Yeah, it's a real page. It's a, it's a real oh thing. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm crying tears over here. Get the fuck out of here. All right, we'll let you go. Thanks for listening, All everyone. Right, we'll catch yeah, you next week. Peace. Peace.